Welcome to Amazing Things. This is Dan Garrison, host of Amazing Things, a podcast for servant leaders of all ages and stages. Are you looking for inspiration to leverage your best ideas? Are you a high-capacity leader who wants to launch or grow your huge, high-impact ambitions and multiply your leadership influence for good in the world? Then tune in to hear my friends who are CEOs and small business owners, entrepreneurs and educators, leaders on the front lines with international nonprofits, and others who lead in the background bringing hope, big hope, to bunches of people. Join us for stories from these friends who will share with you their pro tips for success, how to fail forward, and persist with confidence and bring huge impact to the people in your community and around the world. You're invited to listen, subscribe, share, and review amazing things. And for more amazing things, that's right, visit us at moreamazingthings.com. Hey everyone, this is Dan Garrison back with another episode of Amazing Things. And this time it's going to be Amazing Things in STEM education right here at Woodrow Wilson High School at the Academy of Engineering, where I am so fortunate to partner here with uh, my teammate, Rick LaPlante, who hey, you, can't, you can't see him right now, but you will in a second. And I'm here with one of our graduating seniors, the one and only Vincent Orsini. And we're here to have an interview today to find out like, What's happened to Vince since he's been in our program? And we want to learn about where he's going in the future. But I think we want to start back and find out, like, how did you get interested generally, Vince, in, in STEM? Like, what made you pick this pathway to begin with? Maybe was that back in elementary school or middle school? Or tell us a little bit about I think, that. I think I found out whenever we got the application to actually start. So I think I saw that STEM was like engineering and stuff like that. And at the time, I wanted to go into um, aerospace, oh, which, really? which I first saw whenever I went to the, like the freshman orientation, mm -hmm. um, for Woodrow. Okay. And then I was like, yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. Did you have an interest when you, when you were younger? Uh, yeah. Ever since I think third grade, it's like, I started reading like books about astronomy and stuff like that. So oh. that got me hooked into, I want to be an astronaut ever since then. So, there you go. There so you like, go. Aerospace yeah. like, ooh, yes. That was one of the things I, I aspired to when I was in high school. That was when the space shuttle yeah. program was going, and I didn't land there. But, yeah. but I, I'm excited to hear guys like you launching into yeah. the direction you're headed. Um, I, I would like to introduce our friends out there to my great friend, Rick LaPlante. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit about what sure. you're here, what you're up to at Woodrow. And sure. Hey, everybody. Uh, so thanks for joining us today uh, when we talk with Vincent and uh, Mr. Garrison about uh, sort of what we're doing here at Woodrow. Uh, my name is Rick LaPlante. I am a uh, teacher here at the Academy of Engineering. I teach computer science. Uh, I teach so introductory classes, uh, but I'm really excited. Uh, this year we had a chance to add a game design and development class where we're, the students were building Xbox One games. Um, uh, so that was pretty excited, uh, exciting. And I had a chance to have Vincent for three, I guess three classes now, yeah. uh, an introductory sort of pre-AP class and AP computer science class in Java, and then also our game design class. And so, um, you know, Vincent's one of those kids that just has inspired me with his, his hard work. Um, and, you know, this stuff doesn't, doesn't necessarily come easy to everybody, but he has put in the effort. And, and uh, the thing that I love about Vincent, and we'll, we'll talk about a little bit, is when he does these assignments, like I set the bar here, and then what I get is something more than it, something creative something and and to me it's it's amazing because 
computer science, everybody thinks about it as a hard science, but it's just as much art. It's just as much creative. It's just about, it's just as much design work. And, uh, and so whenever I get something back from you, I'm like, oh, let's see what we're going to get this time. So uh, anyway, I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in today and checking out the podcast. Yeah, it's so exciting to have everybody who's joining out there, whether you're someone here in Lakewood who's maybe got kids who may come to Woodrow one day, like Vincent here and head out into the world, uh, or maybe you're just somebody listening and tuning in and you think, wow, maybe, maybe my kid was, or maybe you have a kid who's interested in, in STEM or computer science. And we're, we're here on a mission to kind of do uh, a number of things. And I'm glad I get to do that with Rick or we're trying to bust a bunch of myths in the, in the culture that say, hey, there's only a certain kind of person that can do STEM or computer science. And the need is so big that's out there that you're about to get to step into yeah. Vince. Um, and I, we want to hear from you on that, but I think it would be great to hear from you, Rick. And Rick came and joined us to help us build our four-year pathway. And we're, we're accomplishing that mission and the program's growing. We're super excited because we've also got our four-year engineering pathway here that we have all project-based instruction with project lead the way courses. But, but the need for guys like Vince to go out into the world and once they've found this kind of passion, Rick, like how big is the need out there? Maybe you can speak to that for a second. Well, I mean, sure. And I'm sure Vincent, it's probably part of the, yeah. the, the attractions of the career is, you know, you can go on to Indeed right now and look for JavaScript programmers or Python programmers, and you will find 500 jobs in the state of Texas open right now waiting to, to be filled. Introductory jobs, you know, that are paying, what, what are you seeing? Sixty, eighty thousand $80,000 a year starting? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so so this isn't sort of hypothetical. Like maybe I would like to go and get, you know, I always talk about computer science like this. Do you want to be where there's 50 people going after one job? Or do you want to be one person where there are 50 jobs? Yeah. Right. And, and computer science uh, right now, it's really, there are, you know, something like 30 in the, in the country, I can't the exact number, it's 37, 38 jobs per every computer scientist in the country right now. Wow. Um, so yeah, so the need is huge. Uh, it's huge locally. It's huge, you know, in the U.S. It's huge internationally, uh, and there's no, there's really no end in sight to that to that shortage of, of software engineers. Yeah. So so Vince, when did like tell us like how did that vision catch your attention, and what have you done with it? And just remember, you're, there's peers here at Woodrow that might need to hear from you, and there's mm-hmm. other students maybe over at Long and at different schools around Dallas and district here at Dallas ISD. And then we've got a whole elementary school bunch of kids that one day, they're gonna to listen to you and be like, oh, I might wanna do what he's doing. So well, and then it was your, it was your, uh, you know, it was your junior year before you first took the first computer science class, if I remember, right? Yeah, it was junior year. Yeah, and so you had sort of started down the, maybe the STEM, the regular, our, our more traditional STEM pathway. Yeah. What caused you to take that yeah. first computer science class? I took computer science because I just thought it would have been cool. I think that also mm-hmm. it might have been a requirement. But I, I don't think so. I think yeah, no, I think I actually liked it, um, I, or I want to try it out. Yeah, actually, I do think it was a. I think it was required, but I didn't think I had no idea that computer science was how it is. I thought it was going to be just like how computers work. I didn't know if it was going to be anything about coding or how to do how to make like small games and stuff and how to use your code in the ways that you want. And then I had no idea how far spread code could go, like at all. Right. So when we started, you, you took it last year, you had the, the pre-AP class mm-hmm. and we did some snap. And mm-hmm. I remember at the end of the year or at the end of the semester, when we finished that up, you wanted to do, do you remember your uh, first person shooter game yeah. that you were trying to build? <laughs> okay. 
I mean, that was just something. You just yeah. decided this is this is what I was going to do for my end of end of semester project. Yeah, I saw. I was like on the whatever it was where you could see other people's work, and yeah. I saw how people were doing first person shooters where you just increase the size of the background, decrease the size of it based on going forward, and it's like a two D. You're not working with something that's 3D, you're working with something that's 2D. And you're just able to do that by increasing the size, decreasing the size, changing the X and Y position. Yeah. It's really cool. So well, yeah, I was gonna say, what what are some of the other projects that you've worked on that have like gotten you excited and what are yeah. you excited about those? And um, I think the first thing that got me excited was just finding out that I could like snap. Like snap was just really cool. So getting started with that and how to it had all the easy components you could use. You could put them together make your game the way you wanted it to be. And then I remember we made gravity with jumps, yeah. which was pretty cool. Oh, so you had to use physics? Yeah, we had to use physics. Uh -huh. I had his help for that one. I yeah. think we were all had a hard time with that. Uh -huh. that's all right. But look, that's what teachers are for, right? Yeah. We're here, yeah, we're, physics is not the way, the way gravity actually works isn't something people would just know, oh, I understand that now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's, that's super cool. What about, and then we moved on so you had some great snap stuff. We did um, we did Python. Yep. Um, let me back up yeah, a second yeah. for those who are listening who might not know what Snap is. Maybe yeah. why don't you tell us what is Snap? So so Snap is like a app. It's like a beginner app for like coding, and it basically shows you. So you get little blocks, and you can put in certain inputs that you could use to edit your code. So you'll have like you have multiple sections. I think you have like different command blocks. You have different. Um, Oh, sensing. Yeah, right, there was like motion. combinations like math and stuff, or whatever you're trying to do addition inside of your things or do division. Um, you mean you have to use math and coding? Yeah. Oh, geez, <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's, that, what's up with that? Right? Yeah. So, so you learned SNAP, and is yep. that appropriate for what kind of age group? I think, I think if you're, I'm, I see like learning at a young age is really easy because like your mind is open. You want to learn things. So, like, you, like I remember my, my mom's sister, like her daughter was um, learning like the, how cells work. So like, um, not like cell, like I'm talking about like animal cells. Yeah, like cells. And, she, and yeah. she like memorized every single piece of it yeah. because it was like the first thing she was learning. So like, I think coding, if like, you know, basic math and stuff like that, you could probably go into it like sixth grade. Yeah. Mm. Like there around that time, great. Yeah. yeah, and then and then what was up next? It sounded like Python. Yeah, Python. Yeah, Python was. Um, it wasn't really as much of making cool games, but it was showing you how the coding works, which is. Um, and what did we build? We did. Uh, oh yeah, the pandemic came. Yeah, uh, but, but we, we did. We did the the room like the room. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We oh, did. Oh, I uh, saw some of that. Zork. Yes, yeah, the original. Well, yeah. uh, the text-based adventure games. Yeah. That's right. And then we what was yours? Did... What was yours about? You made your own, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Everybody built their own sort I of. Think, I think I just made up a random hotel and then made like a bunch of random mobs that I could like think <laughs> off the top of my head and then made that. Um, and, and it was basically like you would, uh, it says you're standing at the, in front of room 10 yeah. and you could go into the room and you could pick things up. Yeah. And uh, the, the one thing I think I did different than everybody else was I, I made it to where you had a hole in the ceiling. You couldn't get to it though. And then you had to get a ladder and you could like, wherever you got to the building or like the part above it, you'd see the ladder, you could put it down and then you could go down Then you could go back up. That's right. Yeah. Your own version of Mario. Yeah. 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 I mean, so and it was really interesting because that's the, the sort of that theme of the stuff that I see Vincent do is, is like, once I learn how the basics work, like, I'm going to do something cool with it. Yeah. Like I want to make, 
I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a hole in the ceiling. And you could just visualize this, you know, in his game, it was like, Oh, there's a hole. You're like, Hmm, but I need a ladder. You go to some other room and it's like, there's a ladder yeah. and you could get the ladder and bring it to the room and put it up. And yeah. yeah. Or I think I also did is there's a hole in the ceiling and you can't, you could jump down, but you can't, but you up. can't get back up. So yeah. it was a one way doorway yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's actually kind of, there's, there's a, I don't know. It just struck me. There's kind of a metaphor there, right? Yeah. Like, what you're after here and what we're after is we're trying to help develop creators for the world, right? Where there's no ceiling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You, you can, can go, go through, you create you the hole and you're like, I'm going to go up here. That's the beauty of STEM and the power of being yeah. a creator. Like you are now, yeah. but like, you're not just trying to get a hundred and you're not just trying to get an A. Yeah. You're trying to build something that's your own and that yeah. you create and put out. In the world. Also with tech is like, you don't have to, you could go into tech and not have to worry about doing college stuff because you're gonna have to get your basics out of the way. And then that takes about two years. And then you're going to have to, all the stuff you're going to be learning is going to be outdated to what you have at the time. So how do you know this? Vince? I know this because my dad's into tech and stuff like that. So <laughs> your dad, he's, your dad he's, has a tech he works job. For a, um, he works for a cloud provider. Nice. So it's called okay. um, iCloud. And he, they basically, I don't know how it works fully. Like he's tried to explain to me a couple of <laughs> times, but um, basically they give out servers, I'm pretty sure. So they help run servers. They've worked for a bunch of people like Veeam, um, um, Cisco, I think yeah, another, sure. another place like that. Um, this is just stuff I've heard over the years since I was like in elementary school. Um, <laughs> so somewhere, yeah. yeah. So somehow you got started down the trail towards a professional, you know, work situation mm -hmm. before you even like, tell us about that journey, how you were wrestling with college versus what you're doing now. Yeah. And what, tell us. About so that. my plan with college was already clear. So ever since I got my first job and I think last year or no summer of last year, before before I started my junior year, I basically had a bunch of like friends at work that actually went to Richland, and I was like, yeah, I'd probably rather go to not go straight to a four year college and like waste like half the money mm. my dad would be putting because my dad wanted to pay for it for me, and that's mainly the reason why I got into tech because I didn't want him to have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, but basically, I was like, I'll go to I'll go to uh, one of the community yeah. colleges around here with the Dallas City Promise. It'll be free. I just can't really any time. It's genius, really. right? Free two years is really. Cool get the basics out of the way and then afterwards after you finish those two years basics there's going to be people that want you to like they're going to there's going to be four-year colleges that are going to want you if you actually make it through because more than half the people don't even make it through the two-year college wow. yeah they yeah. don't stick with it but if you stick with it you're going to be highly desired by the colleges so that was the plan and then um my dad was like i think it was earlier i think it was around october this year he's like so do you want to go into actually stick with that and then have to take all, all those courses again you have to have eight other classes and then i found out that i would have to take spanish and i was like i don't want to take spanish <laughs> took it for three years and no offense to all of our spanish <laughs> spanish teachers yeah, I'm, I'm, it's just i'm dyslexic so i had a real, mm. I have like a hard time with english already so yeah, okay you're like i don't want to do another one yeah so so it's like yeah maybe maybe i think i'll try to see what my dad's talking about and i saw what he was talking about and um it's actually the company that or it's the school that my dad's company hires people from like right off the bat after finishing it and i he was like i looked at it for a little bit spent a couple of weeks thinking about it did some research on the on the website which actually was really good flatiron.com oh and, oh um, i'm familiar with flatiron now i know what you're doing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, i do i am familiar with that because i looked at it going oh man in a, in a former 
age, I think I would have done that. I would have. Yeah. I mean, like, really? Yeah. Like, you could come out of there. How long does it take? And it what, takes, what, it you're just, doing this now. Yeah. Right? It just so depends. tell us about what that. Well, I haven't started yet, but I start July 19. Okay. But right now, I have free work to do. I'm setting up my computer. I learned out how to use um, the command prompt rather than just the file. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea what the command prompt was, but you can see it in looking at old like movies where they have the <laughs> like they have the lap they have like the white screen computer with yeah. the black screen with the green yeah. text yeah. to take over the computer yep. mm -hmm. and i was like that's pretty cool you literally just use code to do yeah. um look for what you're so what's this program gonna you're gonna go into the flat iron program what's that what's okay that? so i'm going into software engineering which is going to be it's going to be really hard but it's going to be um it starts july july 19th and i have to put in 60 hours of work throughout which is going to be lectures hands-on work and then projects this is 60 hours total or oh, 60, so 60, hours, 60 week? hours per week okay yeah, 60 hours <laughs> per week and then for 15 weeks so okay. i it's going to end like around yeah it's ending um october 29th so wow. that's gonna um that sets you up for what? what that happens? sets me up for if i pass to the course at the end um i'll be able to they're gonna help me like learn how to land a tech job and they're gonna help me reach out to other places mm -hmm. And then they'll stop helping me whenever I actually get accepted. Is how it's going to work. I'm pretty sure. But nice. I know that they're helping. You, they're going to help me out after I pass the test. And if you fail the test, I think they let you retake the course, hmm. and then um, you come back again, and then you do it. But if you don't pass the course that time, they they let you know. So you are obviously confident enough to step into this. So yeah. what what here in your experience? You've obviously got three classes. This is yeah. your plan. You've been here four years. What sets you up to think, man? I can go take that on. Like, um, what are you taking with you into that? So what, what made me confident in it was, well, just starting last year in junior year. So Python learning ints, um, floats, um, doubles. That was more like this year, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, all the basic concepts about learning a, a certain computer language, you learn right off the bat. And then it's every other one afterwards starts with the same kind of basics, but like it might be a little bit different. So. I think if I just took gaming design, I would probably have a really hard time with it because um, Java mm -hmm. is going to really help me out because like I was taking the pre-course like or the pre-work before I actually applied for the class to see how how it would work and all the stuff I was going through I basically knew it was just doing it into the inspect mm -hmm. section of like a computer but um, I knew how ints worked and all that stuff and then they they literally start the same way you, you taught us so it was it was pretty easy so now I'm just getting ready for doing all the pre-work for the actual course. Nice. So, nice. so you took, so after our, you know, pre-AP classes, you ended up taking uh, this year. I remember at the end of the year, you're like, I think I'd like to do some more of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, okay, well, you should sign up for the AP class. Uh, and then you're like, what? but I'd really like to take game design yeah. too. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, that's, uh, you know, because those are the classes that have the prereqs. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, Vincent, you know, you're like, oh, I'd really like to do it. And, uh, you know, a bunch of my friends are going to be in that class. And yeah. I, I know I can do it. And, uh, and you were passionate about it. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, you know, we're going to do this, but that's a lot of work. Yeah. And, and, and generally the classes should be sequenced. Da, da, da. Uh, and I, I think I've told you this before, but I actually think given your experience in that class, like, I think I should be recommending that people take them yeah. together. I, I mean, it is a lot of work, right? Yeah, yeah a lot of work. Um, I think I was only able to do it because I didn't have any other AP classes besides it. But if I had like AP history, which I'm oh. really bad at history or um, English because I'm dyslexic, um, so you needed you, you needed that open space. I yeah. mean, but those were two you know reasonably challenging classes that you have to put in a lot of 
it was mostly time, right? I mean, yeah. in order to program, yeah. I, what I always say is say, finding out the errors. And yeah, stuff, I mean, to, it takes you hours. Yeah, <laughs> to learn to program, you have to program. Yeah, right. That's kind of the and and you have to program it a lot, and so it takes time. But uh, so you took AP Comp Sci A in Java, uh, and then game design. Let's just talk talk a couple minutes about some of your favorite projects in game design because you 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 did some cool ones. All right, so. What I'd like to say first about game design was learning how to do certain things took a long time. But after you learned those things, you could literally just hammer it like the whole time with all the knowledge that you had. You could just do anything you wanted. So basically, I got the basics out of the way for that um, uh, the breakout game. Yeah, yeah. So I got the basics out of the way that I had to do that was required. And then I had like a whole weekend, I think, of free, like, free time that I had nothing to do. I was like, all right, I'm just make this awesome. So I, I basically got <laughs> used what I knew. But... Um, I, I was, I forced it all into one class because I didn't know about classes yet, but it still worked. So I, I had all that time and I spent the, I think I spent like literally the entire weekend. Like I was eating in front of the computer, trying to get all this stuff to work. I had to. And this uh, was after you basically had the assignment done. Yeah, yeah. Basically after I had the basics sort of how, how the game had to yeah. be ran and stuff like that. But what takes, what took a lot of time was getting all the, the right images, right? So I did. I did something over Vietnam. I did something <laughs> like one of my friends. I did add one of my friends to the game. And then like what he represents to me because he's a skater. And then I did space. Because Wait, I but you got to tell you, know, this is the breakout game, right? With the, the you know, the blocks, the yeah. traditional blocks mm -hmm. on the top and the paddle, one person fall. Mm -hmm. Ball bounces oh, off yeah. the paddle and goes up, right? So the, I can't remember, where were the images up top? Up, the, up For top. the skateboarder. For the skateboarder, they were my <laughs> They were my friend's dad, but they had a they had a fisheye camera, <laughs> right. and his his head was like a orb. Was yeah, it was like a fisheye. Oh yeah. So each of the blocks was like the ball was bouncing off a skateboard. And yeah, it was um, really funny. And then I did a space type of um, background. So I did asteroids, which looked really cool because I had the default backgrounds to like a bunch of galaxy pictures I found. I had to I had to make sure they had usage rights, of right. course. And, nice, love it. Yeah. And they were like four um, K, so I had to make sure they're all four K. There's a lot of a lot of time that went into like editing images and stuff, and then I found like perfect asteroid that looked perfect with the background because the the shadows were perfect, and then I did Sputnik and then I did a shuttle, mm. so I had the Sputnik as the what would bounce, and then I had the asteroids as what you're trying to hit, and then I would have the shuttle as like the whole down. The Sputnik was yeah. basically bouncing off yeah. the shuttle to yeah. go back up, and and yeah. all of that was basically extra. Yeah, all that was extra. Like I didn't even need to change the sprite at all i could literally use tomato and bread and cheese which is i think the original sprites i provided everybody was a bread bat a tomato uh and and then i think the cheese was the stuff yeah, across the top you didn't even need a background you could just have a blue screen i had like i think seven different um backgrounds for each each phase yeah. besides the star wars one i did because i had to add add all the star wars stuff yeah. myself you had a whole i just remember like and this was the thing that i think i guess i wish all of our students would realize like this wasn't vincent trying to get an a yeah. he wasn't going i need to get an a yeah. so what do i have to add or right this was this is cool yeah and i want to be and i want to be proud of what i'm doing yeah. and if, if i can do this in this amount of time i want to add yeah it, it was fun like i wanted to set up like every even whenever i go back to the game and play it and show people i get so excited <laughs> because of how cool i made it um, yep. sound implementation, all that kind of stuff. I didn't even need sound. I had sound by sound. Oh, yeah. No, no. no knowledge on it. I think we did one. I think we did assignment. very, like, one early assignment on yeah. sound before that one, so. Yeah, so we did all the basics beforehand. So you could have added it if you wanted to go above and beyond. And that's what I ended up doing. But yeah, it was really cool. And then I also, my favorite part was I did 
Vietnam um, because like our whole class was just <laughs> you're just into that era yeah, we were in that era of like war so we, we basically I basically made an M60 which took me a long time to make it work because whenever I went the I had the ball that bounces as a grenade so whenever it hit it it would make the it would make the M60 shoot and then <laughs> the the muscle flare would go away. Wow. Like right and you actually place. had animation, right? Yeah. That the actual paddle flared as an yeah. animation. And, and it would still move while you're doing that. Yeah. And then also I had Hueys as the top thing. The and bricks then, were, yeah. yeah. Were, and then later on I had the backgrounds, but I ended up using cutting out the sky between each background. And then I added a an actual Huey. No, actually the things you were supposed to hit were Heinz. And then the actual Huey that would fly across the, the back of the map. And then I had a jungle sound effect and then a, a slightly louder helicopter flying by and you could see it because I had some trees and stuff that were in front obviously and then since I cut out the background um the background the front image you could put the kiwi right there and you see it go behind the trees and stuff in the foliage yeah. it was really cool yeah and so then, I just want you to think about this right so this is this is an assignment to do bounce a tomato off a bat which is made of bread you know to do collision detection yeah and 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 mm -hmm. Vincent's doing you know layering of sprites so that you know one image goes behind another yeah. one and, and that you know to me that that says everything about vincent's experience <laughs> my experience with vincent is like look i just want to make this great i want to make it as great as i can um and i do think the other thing that i think is really interesting i, I hope everybody heard that is like you got to put in the work to learn the basics yeah, yeah. but what you said you said you hammer after you get the basics yeah. it's like computer science is all about once you learn the basics you will apply them a million times yeah yeah and, and every time you apply them it just gets easier and it gets better and you understand it and so yeah um yeah so the, the other thing i want to ask about is so we did a couple of other projects uh space invaders yep, space was invaders. was pretty amazing yeah space invaders was really cool um i used of course we were given the option to use the original background for the arcade and I think I was the only one that did it because I wanted to do it because it looked cool. It, it looked like really cool. And I was like, maybe, maybe in the future, whatever I'm, whatever I'm doing, I could literally just have that little thing in the, on the bottom corner of my screen and just be playing while I'm waiting <laughs> or something. So I was like, I want to make it look cool like that. So I ended up doing that. And um, I was the only one in the class that did it. And it, it, it was harder for sure yeah. because everybody else had, it was hard for me to realize if it was um, width long or if it was height wise. So. And I didn't realize how it was. I had to do a bunch of research and I had to make the pixel perfect. I spent a lot of time on that. And then um, there was a bunch of errors I found along the way, but finding those errors helped me out with fixing all the other stuff I had afterwards, after that class. Um, the only thing I don't think I really got down was the sprite, like the sprite um, effects. Huh. So like, but I think it was sprite effects were just flip and then horizontal and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that was the only thing I, really never used that. Yeah, that. It was another example, I think, of kind of a cool, it was a fun project, uh, you know, and then, you know, everybody's kind of looks the same, mm -hmm. except for Vincent's, yeah. which has, you know, just all the bells and whistles. Yeah, um, and, and, and you were like, you've got this thing about, um, which is, I think, really good for computer scientists, you've got this thing about detail. Yeah. And you're like, that is not the exact size. <laughs> you're like, that is not the exact size, Mr. Yeah. Plant, of the shield, or that yeah. is not the exact, the ratio is not quite right. Yeah. And so, his even looked a little bit different than mine because he literally went out and did the research. And he's like, this is the actual shape of wow. each of these. And yeah. so his is, is you take a picture of his screen and it would look like you were looking at, Oh, I've seen it. This patient I've screen. seen so it. Was yeah. Super, super I, I went on GIMP and did it by the pixels. I did a bunch of videos on how <laughs> wow. people do it and I wanted to make sure it was all perfect. 
And the thing is with the background I was using, the sprites were different. Remember, so like yeah. there was only supposed to be like, I think eight, like eight enemies, but there was, I had to implement 11. Yes. So I had to make up for it and make it where it was gonna fit in that screen because originally with the original size and sprites, you want them to be, or the enemies, you want them to be a little bit um, bigger because of only having eight. And um, I was able to change it up, use the original sprites from the original game because that's what I wanted. And then, yeah, scale them all. Yeah, and, yeah. I think the ones that I was originally was like the Japanese one, but I wanted to do the, the modern one that everybody else was familiar with, <laughs> which is pretty cool. And then um, also something I added that I don't think anybody else did this, but I basically got the explosion for the, the oh, what was it? The UFO? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the and, mystery ship. Yeah, the mystery <laughs> ship. Whatever you, whatever you blew it up, I made it to where it would have the explosion and then it would have like like numbers. Like, so how much, how many points you got because it's randomized. Yeah. Unless you did like 45 or like you did on your 45th. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. There was we, we even had all the rules. We were, yeah. we were you know, taking the time to sort of evaluate how all these games were played. Yeah. And yeah, that was amazing. And then we did, I think, you know, I, I guess the, I'm just curious, like, how, how do you think that all of that stuff has prepared you for what, what you're coming next? Because you're going to go into this program, you're going to put 60 hours a week in. Yeah. No, you did not have to spend 60 hours a week in my class, I hope. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you're going to put 60 hours a week in for 15 weeks, uh, some new programming languages, HTML and CSS, but, but also in JavaScript. Like, do you feel prepared? Um, I'm, I'm getting there. It's like the, the course is really intimidating by like looking at it. Because like, I'm, I think I'm like one of the youngest people there <laughs> because like it's mm. a bunch of, there's a bunch of like people that are like around y'all's age that want to get into it, that have other- So like 30. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For all those watching out there. Probably, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like there's people from all our age groups sure. and then- um, So not a lot of people come yeah. directly from high school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but there are people that have done it. So that's why- I, So it's, I a, it's a so, challenge, but yeah. you're like up for the challenge. Yeah, they have, they have yeah. like um, courses for- younger age groups or extremely intelligent because like on their website, they have kids that are doing mm -hmm. stuff like that sure. too. So um, I'm confident because I talked, one of the guys I talked to about it was, his name was Curtis. He helped me out a lot with um, getting everything set up. And then he told me that the, through the course material, they're going to, they're going to use it to make you feel more comfortable with coding and make you feel more confident in coding and mm -hmm. how you do things, um, which was what I was worried about because I didn't know, I know, I know, quite a bit right now, but like, it's nothing compared to everything else in like the coding world. There's just a lot. Yeah, you're, just, yeah. you're just getting started. Like a raindrop from like a whole bucket. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great, yeah, a that great is really good. Yeah. Did, was there, a, did you, was that your final project? The one you were just describing or did you? Which one? Um, no, no, no. That was, uh, and that was uh, uh, Space Invaders. Space Invaders. Yeah. Yeah. The final okay. project was. The, yeah, I tried to base, I tried to do something off of DevOps Arcade, but I didn't have enough, I didn't prepare like I didn't expect to take as long as I did. So I got to where the enemies would spawn in on those doors. And then I got up to where wherever you got enough kills your bullets would upgrade. So this is a totally different project. Yeah. Another game. That yeah. And this one was from scratch, right? Yeah. This one was, so the way the classes are structured is sort of, there's a lot of scaffolding mm -hmm. teacher term, right? Yeah. It's basically, you know, we, we give them some code and we give them some, images and we, you know, and I sort of say on day one, we're going to do this. And on day eight, we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. But this very last one was, okay, open constraint. You've got four and a half weeks to build a complete game. Um, go. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then you had to basically, you had to, you could reference the way we used to do it and then go by that to be more successful. 
but honestly, I didn't know when the end of the year was. So like that, that threw me <laughs> off. Everybody kept telling me it was a week earlier, a week later. And then I just barely found out we still have to sign in for school every day. Right? And I was like, <laughs> but um, once I found out, I was like hammering it. Like I remember last or no, the weekend before last, I was hammering it the whole time for, I think it was Thursday. Because we had two days off last mm, week. Yeah, so I was yeah. hammering it the whole time trying to get everything to work. Um, I, I love it. I love hearing that, by the way. Like, senioritis didn't get in the way of your hammering all the way no. to the finish line. And that's what should happen. It wasn't because of a grade. It was because right. you wanted to build this thing. Yeah. Like, you wanted it to be done. Right? I, I've been low-key urged to finish up the game. <laughs> I'm like, I've been, like, thinking about finishing it up. Do it. See, to, that, do seriously. It. Do see, it. that's the thing. When students leave, and they're like, but I'm not done. <laughs> I, I've got to finish this. Like, because yeah. it's, uh -huh. it's kind of, it's yeah. going to gnaw at you. Because it's yeah. like, I know I can finish it. I got everything. I mean, yeah. finish it well beyond what the yeah. assignment was. Yeah. I, I would finish it, but I don't think I can because I have to focus on that pre-work right yeah. now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. You can always come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Man, have like a, year a month less compared because COVID, our school started later. Remember? So we, we graduated earlier or yeah. no, later, later on. Than everybody so, else. Yeah. So it's going to be, so I get a, a month less. So I have like a month to finish 60 hours of pre-work. Yeah. I just, I, I, I just want to say like this, this journey that you've been on sort of like, I kind of wanted to be an engineer. You kind of knew that, you know, wanted to be something intact and your love of, of all things space, which comes out in a lot of the stuff that you do, a lot of space that you can, uh, you know, that, that journey through, okay, you found yourself, you're like, hey, actually maybe computer science now, yeah. which is an engineering discipline, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think that's really, it, it inspires me because it says like, here is, you know, uh, a great student, you know, a great kid who's, who's, you know, worked his way through high school and nothing, you know, nothing like I'm not the super smartest kid on the block. I'm not yeah. the, you know, the, the, I, I don't struggle the most, just a, a student who found his way. Yeah. Right. And you yeah. like all of a sudden last year, you're like, I think I want to do this. Yeah. And now you're leaving high school and you're going into this program yeah. and four months from now, yeah. you're going to be looking for a job. Yeah. And, and, and not a job like paying 10 bucks an hour yeah. job. Yeah, it's going to be 35 to $38 an hour job yeah. if I actually succeed. And, yeah, and I, I have every yeah, you, that you, should be you are yes. You are driven and you've got the, the right background. Yep. Yeah. Just keep hammering. Yep. I love right. like that. Just, we're going to take that. Listen, I've, I've been inspired hearing about you all year long. Yep. Plus, I had the privilege of having you a couple yep. years ago in my class, but... I have to tell you, and for those who are listening out here, I think there's some really big takeaways here that are bigger than computer science and STEM and all that. Is first of all, this has been a really hard year, okay? Perhaps the hardest year in a century for people to do yeah. anything on planet Earth, yeah. never mind school and distance learning. We're sitting here telling a story like this yeah. and hearing from a live high school graduate who has been hammering it yeah. all year. Which, interestingly enough, this is the first time. Vince and I have been in the same room together all year. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see, there you have it, folks. And, and we it have, can we, be done. And we yeah. have been in the same room all year long, just a little ways apart, but it, I, can, I couldn't even count. I was, I've been sitting here trying to remember how many times Mr. LaPlante came down here, talked to me about lots of things, but in particular, he's like, oh, you got to see this, this one student. You got it. He's caught. When are we going to do the Matrix? When are we going to do the Matrix? And I'm like, and then he said, "Come down and the see." Like this, yeah, yeah. Like, and and I'm going. This is this is why I signed up to be in this space, to be on mission to help guys like you and your peers and girls to get lit up about not just making games, but going into the world and being creative. Because somebody who goes and solves problems like you, 
we do. And I think we'd all agree out there that all the good ideas haven't been thought of, all the big problems haven't been solved yet. Yeah. And the world needs more creators. We have yeah. plenty of consumers and way too much content to be consuming. Yeah. <laughs> so the best thing we yeah. can do here is launch guys like you out in the world, because whatever you're going to go do, you're going to do it at a level that the world needs to see, like, don't play small. Yeah. Let's keep hammering. Yeah. Okay. And then guys like us will stay in here, hopefully having more people come behind you. So if you're out there, I think there's just something really much deeper about what is going on with you that you found the joy of creating. Mm -hmm. Right. And so whatever you do, go do that. And for, for those who are listening or watching, like that's the mission we're on here. If you're local, like send your kids over here. If they're going to be a STEM person, great. If they're not, give that message to them. Right. And if you're listening to this somewhere else in the world, find a place where you're you and those around you can plug in and be a part of solving problems that matter. Yeah. Right. And put your creative genius, go do amazing things. That's why I started this podcast. And that's why when I heard about your story, I'm like, Mr. Plant, we have to get Vince in front of the cameras. <laughs> and, and honestly, you're not the only one. There's dozens and dozens, if not hundreds. We've had hundreds of kids come through this program. And I wish I could interview all of you. So if anybody wants to come back and tell us your story, we're going to get other guys like you. But, man, it's, it's so great to sit here at this table at this time yeah. of year in this season of yeah. history and go, this gives us all hope. Yep. And so thanks for hammering. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. <laughs> great job. We appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back with another episode of Amazing Things. So stay tuned. And if you want to hear more amazing things, guess what? You can go to moreamazingthings.com. So we got a bonus feature right. here to tune in on. So Vince just said something that we didn't capture, but we're, we're capturing it now. So. Okay. So I said that another big thing to realize is how you, who you surround yourself with. Because if you don't, it like, I know I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't surround myself with people I had from game design that, were, that already took the course that I had to double up in. And that were able to help me outfit that allowed me to not hammer the plant every every <laughs> every two hours or so to, to more like how to do something. So um, but but you know, and, and it's so interesting that that people view that as sort of like some people view it as a weakness, like you had to get help. I mean, like mm -mm. there isn't a single mm -mm. thing on this planet worth doing that is done by one person. Yeah. Like it, that's right. It, there isn't a piece of software that's written by one person. There isn't a, a, a design or a bridge that's built by one person. And so that, that idea of surrounding yourself by, by people who motivate you, who, who can so fulfill, you know, sort of your, your space. We always talk about teams being the sum of all of their parts, mm -hmm. but it's not just like, it, it's even more than the sum of all their parts. It's the sum of all their parts and how different they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a, a key learning there. Man. Yeah. Another big takeaway for me that's been this whole year in the space of education and just watching some of your peers just, just struggle with that. And it's a natural human struggle, I think, is to admit like, hey, I need help. Yeah. Right. Like that's been one of my ditches that I get yeah. in way too frequently. But for, for, for the peers, like some of your peers who might be listening out there, like you should wear it like a badge of honor every time you raise your hand and yeah. ask for help. Yeah. It says like, I don't have it all figured out. Nobody has it all figured out. And when we work together, we usually get things done. At a, at a level that we can't on our own. So, yeah, and you guys, I, yeah. I think it's interesting, like you guys found, you know, your generation's version of work. You guys had your own Discord and yeah. you guys, which is all fantastic. It's, it's, they can be used for things other than, you know, silliness, right? They can be used for real important work. And yeah. you guys were able to, 
you know, bounce ideas back and forth each other and, and support each other. So now yeah. I'm gonna, now I'm gonna slack with 3,600 people for, wow. for the pre-course for, for oh. Flatiron. Is that wow. Yeah. Holy wow. cow. Yeah. Oh, man, so you're exciting. stepping into the next big arena. Yeah. And, and but you, you know what? You but you, you you'll this. be ready for it. You know, you'll you'll know how to interact with people and you'll know how to have a conversation with them on a, yeah. a digital media. And, yeah. Well, thanks for sticking yeah. around for the bonus content, everyone. You can, I'll just throw this in here. If you're interested in, you know, what we're doing here at Woodrow, you can grab the links in the show notes. We'll also put some information about Flatiron yeah, and Snap flat. and Python. And there's free courses out on sites like Udacity and so on. So we'll load up the show notes in case you're curious to learn more. Vince, thanks for coming in and being an inspiration to so many people. Nice. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. You are so glad you turned start over. Hey, we're so glad you tuned in today to this special episode of Amazing Things, our first of the Amazing Things in Education series, season one. Whether you're a student, parent, teacher, one of our new or regular listeners, we hope you've been inspired by Vincent's story and are compelled to share this with others, especially those who might be on a journey similar to his. We're convinced the world needs not more consumers, but more creators like Vincent, helping bring new ideas, new energy, new leadership to the future of solving the world's most important problems. But be sure to check out the show notes for all the resources we shared in today's episode that we're providing for you to consider using and taking immediate action on your personal takeaways from this episode. We invite you also to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to to know when we introduce new episodes and more friends so you can tune in right away and be inspired to continue growing as a leader yourself. And we'd, of course, love to have you give us your honest feedback and a review and share amazing things with others if you think would resonate with what, what we're up to inside the EQV network and here on the Amazing Things podcast. So for those who want more episodes, for more inspiration and more learning from Amazing Things podcast, you can visit moreamazingthings.com. For now, keep being awesome and go do amazing things.